on the West Coast, so he was up very early this morning to get on that first call. But Dave, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been with us, and um, kind of what I, I want to. What I want to zero in is one: know how long you've been with us, and what changed last week. Good morning, everybody. Uh, greetings from the great state of Washington, and. Uh, uh, Connie, I'm out of my jammies now. You should be proud. Of me. <laughs> um, so I, I came over. Uh, Bridget Kiefer brought me on. God bless Bridget. She inspires me, and uh, she takes good care of me. Always has a good laugh. She brought me on um, uh, back in uh, August, September range. I was uh, the national sales director for a uh, a loudspeaker company, uh, a speaker manufacturer in the audio business. Um, and I was looking for a change and uh, made the hard transition uh, November 1, cold turkey, burned the ships, and came over to Equus full-time November 1. Had some uh, occasional fits and starts, uh, some success, uh, some failures, uh, learning my way, figuring things out. And a little bit about me, um, back in the 2000s, I actually ran a very successful mortgage company. Um, before the mortgage collapse of 08. And I was a top producer with First Horizon as President's Club. I was top 15 nationwide. So Equus was a, rather um, attractive to me. I figured, boy, I could do this. I know how to meet with people. And so for the last few months, I've uh, been, you know, out there doing my thing, treading water, making a little bit of money, went to Florida, um, enjoyed the conference, got a lot out of that. Started to get frustrated the last weeks just on no consistency and I started hearing in some of the national sales calls about consistency, consistency, consistency and um, and then this last Friday I sat on the 8 a.m. national sales call and I, it was Rick Hazuri and a couple of others who were sharing and the consistent theme of it was if you're full-time you need to have no less than 15 appointments on the calendar you have to have 15 appointments on the calendar. Um, and so I made a commitment Friday morning to, uh, after that call, I just sat there, looked at my wife, and I said, okay, this is it. No kidding around. I am not going to go into next week. I'm not going to complete next week without having scheduled 15 appointments. Well, let me ask you this. Um, we talked about this a little bit, having the 15 appointments. That was the key. That was the epiphany that you had that really changed things. I think that moved you from the fixed mindset to the growth mindset, like, oh, my gosh, that'll make a difference. Prior to this past Friday when you called me, uh, we went over your phone script. There were some things that we realized that needed to be altered because we were focusing a little more on um, selling and sounding like a salesman, but aside from that, uh, did you track your dials prior to this? Yeah, I did. And I'll tell you, my dialing sessions were uh, was hell on earth for me. Um, I just, you know, I, I had my piece of paper out. I'd make a dial. I'd make a little tally mark on the sheet. Uh, anxiety through the roof. Um, I did yelled at by people. And, and it was... I just was not prepared. I was not skilled uh, at it at all, and um, and I just started feeling like, man, I, you know, I'm spending money on these leads, but I, I'm 
I started to feel part of it was that I'm hurting these people I'm trying to call because I'm sounding like a telemarketer and they're missing an opportunity. And the people that I was meeting with, we were having incredible in-home appointments. I was finding that I was well in excess of 50% applications on the appointments that I sat on. So I was really comfortable in the home. Great success there, as you mentioned earlier, the placement rate was good. And it was just the act of getting the appointments and getting to the dials. And, Dick, there was something in the back of my mind that I didn't share with you, but it's been in the back of my mind now for a little while. And that was that um, two years ago, uh, the U.S. Open Golf Tournament took place at Chambers Bay Golf Course, which is about 20 minutes from my house. And I was a volunteer, and I went over and worked four shifts and got to attend the rest of the tournament for free. I got to go to all the practices. I got to go to the driving range. And there was something that really stood out to me watching these professional golfers. These are guys that are making a million to $10 million if they win a tournament like that. And I watched Jordan Spieth, the number one golfer in the world. I stood there at the end of the putting green, literally less than 20 feet from him, and watched him for an hour and a half rehearse two-foot putts. He had one hole, and he had about 30 golf balls that were in a radius of two feet around that hole. And his caddy would just set up the ball every time he putted. He would set up the ball every time he putted. And he just went in a circle for an hour and a half. And all he did was practice two-foot putts. And I started realizing in the back of my head, I was feeling like my dialing was the two-foot putt. Everything else was fine. I was getting on the green with people. I was being successful face-to-face. My placements were good. I was making a check when I got in the home. I was making income off that. And I was helping people. Um, But I just... I wasn't making the two-foot putts, and that was the the call. And that was in the back of my head. If Jordan Spieth, the best golfer in the world, can stand there and and practice two-foot putts, I can call Dick and say, I need to start over. I need to practice these. That was – I'm glad you brought that up. and brought. I did not know about the the golf thing, but the conversation that we had earlier was you took the time to break down the process, and the process was – Get on the phone and set appointments. Do preparation. Know what you're going to do when you got there. So you you had a sense of of we we strategize cases. You get to the house. You made appointment or you uh, made the presentation, and then you followed up getting the the business process properly. But my point is, you took the time to analyze the four or five things you need to do to be successful. And then you zeroed in on the one that you were not being successful with, and that was setting the appointments. We worked on that. That was your two-foot putt, as you just mentioned. But, guys, I want, I want you to listen to what he said here. What we do is not complicated. What we do revolves around four or five actions or events in the process. So when you analyze what you're doing, t- break each one down. And then figure out where am I – if you're not successful in any of them, that's okay. You're brand new. So you just picked up the instrument. You just started playing. So the first thing you need to do is practice. So what we're going to practice on to begin with is setting appointments. All right, once we get that down we've got and we're successful there, then we're going to practice our in-home. That's your, that's your long putt. That's your 15- and 20-foot putts. And then after you've done that, then we're going to practice the close. That's the drive. You know, that's the process. So what you need to do is just break what we're doing down here and then follow up. And that's what Pete, Connie, Dick, and Johnny are for. We're the coach. One of us is the two-foot putt coach. 
One of us is the driver coach. One of, uh, of us is the 20-foot long uh, putt coach. So then you're going to zero in on which coach can help you get where you want. Now, things change Friday for you. Uh, we talk midday Friday. From midday Friday until uh, Saturday at, at 6 o'clock when you text me, what happened? Well, what happened was I sat down and I, I spent about an hour and I reevaluated the logistical, pragmatic specifics of my dialing. How did I have my scripts written out on paper? What kind of phone was I using? I found that when I was using speakerphone with clients, I was more anxious. My voice was louder. I talked faster. I moved to earbuds with a little microphone next to my mouth, and it just made me talk softer, quieter, slower, more methodical, more conversational. Um, I... Dick, uh, you and I, in our, in our rehearsal, you actually called, you, you, you uh, role-played with me, and you called me, and you played the part of the agent, and I recorded on my laptop what you said, and then I played that back probably 20 times and literally rehearsed over what you were saying, word for word, the tonality, the, the pace, because I needed to go back to the beginning. I mean, I had adopted some really bad habits, and I just needed to completely scrub what I was doing, and... So I started over practically every single step and then from uh, started to do some dialing on Friday afternoon, did some dialing on Saturday. And what I did is I changed also the way I was tallying my dials. Instead of counting up every little while how many dials I made, I made a sheet where I just, I, I literally put on this Word document 250 little green squares that, and, the, and I made them green, which meant for me, go. And then at the top of the page, I put 15 red squares. And it was simply this. Crocker, if you sit there and you put a little tally mark inside each of these green squares, when you get to the bottom of the page, the top red squares will all be full. You'll have your 15 appointments, and then we can solve everything else from there. And so by the end of the day, Saturday, I had uh, gotten about 170 dials um, and reached 11 appointments at that point going into the week. Uh, I made a few more dials uh, over the weekend and then yesterday. Uh, and uh, currently, and I've still got to book two more to get through the next three days, but currently I had 13 appointments on the calendar for the week, um, have already set uh, three or four of the appointments, and uh, already closed a good amount of business for this week. And I've still got nine appointments to sit on that I have scheduled for the rest of the week. All right, now let's go back to the good part of business because this is important. Um, he ran an appointment on Sunday and ran an appointment yesterday, on Tuesday. And on those two appointments, two yesterday, that's right, on those three appointments that he's run, on Sunday he wrote $2,400 in premium, and yesterday he wrote a total of $1,877. So right now you're setting at $4,277. The goal is 5000 but you still have nine appointments yet to run. And like we talked about this morning, if you go 0 for 9 for the rest of the week, you've had a profitable week. Now, conversely... Oh, yeah, my wife loves me right now. Yeah, well, the other thing of it is, if you'd have gone into the week with four or five appointments on the books, you would have talked differently in front of those clients. You would not have had the confidence like, oh my gosh, i got to make a sale here because I've only got two more chances here. But because you had all these appointments on the books, 13 of them, you can relax in front of the client and just go with the flow knowing that if this doesn't work out like I planned, it doesn't matter. I've got 
13 more chances or 12 more chances. But having those 13 appointments on the books changed everything. And guys, people always wonder, how does Brandon do this? Guys, this is how Brandon does it. People say, well, you can't duplicate what Brandon does. Yes, you can, because that's exactly what Dave's done. He has taken the time to put in the activity to get the appointment set because the process is going to take care of you when you have 15 to 20 appointments set for the week. The process will, ta- will take care of you. And I th- what I think I'm sensing, and we'll close with this, I'm sensing that you're realizing the process of 250.15, knowing that when you get to the end of that sheet and you've got 250 dials set, you're going to have somewhere approaching 15 appointments set on top. That's the process. And, and David has finally um, embraced that and realized that. And what you see happening here, guys, is a growth set change, mindset change. The mindset was fixed. Oh, my gosh, it's brutal, it's awful, it's painful to get five or six appointments for the week. And if that doesn't pan out, I've got a bad week. It was fixed on the number of the, the few number of appointments set versus fixed on get my 12 or 15, the growth mindset thinking, if I get 12 or 15, it's going to work out okay. Um, David, thank you so much. I hope everybody picks up the analyzing the process and then how that changes your mindset and your attitude toward the week when you go into it that way. Um, 